Hey, thanks so much for checking out the podcast. And you know, something was said on an episode of Ginny and Georgia, and now women are curious. Are they one? Do they want to be one? Do they know one? That's coming up. Plus, we talk celebrity predictions with one of our favorite people, Cassandra McLean. She's a numerologist, psychic. Yep. Our biggest celebrities, what their year is going to be like for 2023. To get it going, though, how do you pull a Nira? I don't know. I am a Nira. I'm going to try to pull a Nira with my husband, John. Okay, careful. Take a listen. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. Virgin. How do you pull a Nira? Because I'm going to attempt it. I'm going to attempt to pull a Nira with my husband, John. I love the Indian Kuch Kuch Hotaha music. This is your intro song. Thank you. It means you've come closer. You don't know all the beautiful dreams you've showed me. I was just thinking, like, if we were on a baseball team, this would be, like, your walk-up song. Like, here she comes. <laughs> She's know. up to bat. Nira Aurora. Here she is. <laughs> okay. I came across this article the other day. Obviously, Instagram, the algorithm, it was, like, reading my mind or something. It sent me this article, okay? Um, the eight questions to build intimacy with a long-term partner. Mm-hmm. I forwarded it to you. You did. I sent it to you right away. Not that you need it. Don't be offended. I appreciate. Okay, good. Yes, always. Okay. Questions on how to build intimacy with a long-term partner. And I was like, you know what? The holidays were a bit chaotic, to to put it lightly. I think it's a new year. I think this is a good time for my husband and I to just, you know, check in. Mm -hmm. How are you? Do you still want to be married? You know, that kind of light conversation. Reconnect. Yeah. Maybe go on a date night. You know, whoa, what? So then I was like, okay. I might, I might pull a Nira here <laughs> because Nira does this thing with her husband. And I'll be honest, it sounds a bit cuckoo, but you've been married for a long time. Um, <laughs> understatement. So I respect that. Mm-hmm. You you might know what you're doing. Maybe, but <laughs> you might. I, I can't guarantee it. So Nira does this thing where she'll find an article like this, ways to build intimacy with a long-term partner. She'll, she'll get the article. She'll send it to herself and her husband, Gary. Then she'll go home. She'll corner him, <laughs> and yeah. then and then they talk about it. Yeah, I mean, I force communication mm-hmm. in the relationship. Gary likes to make everything funny. Uh, I love Gary for that reason. Right? We're the same. I, yeah, I like, he wants to turn everything <laughs> into some kind of funny. Yes, I want to have sometimes some good, deep, serious conversations, mm-hmm. and then this gives him kind of a warning. 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 You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Conversation is coming. Right. So that way, uh, when I've sent him an article, it's kind of a poke. Hey, maybe read this, look into this, get an idea that this may be coming your way. Because I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I did step one. I printed it out. Good. Right? Is that good? Yes, that's great. So any other tips? Like, do we drink first? <laughs> is this like, is this after Nookie? Uh, is this like... Where, like what's like what's the deal? Like when when usually best not, time to trap your husband? Yeah, Go. Usually not after Nookie. Okay. No, because they're kind of done. But they're in that honest, like euphoric, sure, babe, like that state. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe you, I could get him. Usually, like we're ready for sleep after. Right. So okay, I don't fair. know about you, like okay, with fine. the kids and everything. Now, like I yeah. could not right, have even, a deep conversation. No, I'm like I'm okay. like bye, see you. Like, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair. Time. Fair. But for me, usually it is after 
or I kind of get the the kids set up with a movie or something. Okay, and then I will take them to the side mm. and be like, "Okay, let's come over here. Let's 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 do this. Let's talk about this. Let's chat, right?" Or an okay. afternoon where we've kind of like got the kids busy with something, and we know our biggest struggle in our house is whenever we try to talk, we get interrupted by three children. Yeah, like at least twenty times, and then I just get frustrated and I'm okay. done. I'm okay. like that that. So the key is somehow <laughs> get, get rid of your children. Get rid of the children. Get them out of the way, and okay. then. And have the conversation, but um, yeah, I mean, I also like to add a little bit of uh, like maybe possible musical interlude, for example. Oh, I thought you were gonna say fireball. That I swear uh, to God, thought that's where you're going. No, musical I, interlude, like as a little like precursor to my feelings. Sometimes <laughs> I'll send a video to a song that I'm kind of feeling that may be relevant to our relationship. Okay, and give them that song. Wow. And sometimes I like you know type I I get I copy and paste the lyrics. If he doesn't want to watch the video so that he knows what's kind of the song. And then okay. it gives him a sense of my feelings before the talk. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Okay, so now I got to think of a song based on my feelings. Send him the link to the video and the lyrics. You don't have to. These are just some of the okay. things I do sometimes. No, I'm going to do it exactly <laughs> how you do it. And then he has an idea where my brain is actually at before we do whatever the article is. So it's a lot of work for him. Like, he's got to read the article you said, and then he's got to look at the lyrics of the song, that yeah. the mood. He's got to watch the music video. Yeah. Get rid of the kids. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have to. These are just suggestions. Okay, so, so we're that, not forcing them. No, and then so that when we are talking, he kind of has a sense of what's about to happen. <laughs> I think it's helpful. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> it is it's something. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. One of the biggest trends of 2023 is about names. Like, what are going to be the hot names? What are the coolest names? Actually, I don't want a cool name. But baby name trends. That is one of the hottest topics of the brand new year. Oh, no, no. Should we give you kind of a list of like the top names just in general for yeah. the year or what was the top name last year? But something different this year. There's a whole bunch of new baby name trends for this year. Okay. Trends. I told you a bunch of them on Monday and Tuesday and that's why I say baby name trends continue. A big trend with baby names for 2023 are baby names with an X in the oh, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Axel. Yeah. Big in the name. For example, mm. Felix. Cute. Huxley. 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 Lexington. Whoa. Which would then, you could also short for Lexi or Lex. Okay. And Maxine hmm. is a really big one. And then Maxine, if you watch the show Ginny and Georgia, then you know it's like be like no. shortened to Max, no, which is really cute for a girl as well. Okay. okay? <laughs> But Axel, too. I know, like, eight baby dudes named Axel. Baby dudes. Baby dudes. Baby boys. <laughs> Looks like it's a bit <laughs> overdone now, isn't it? Cross-cultural travel baby names. That is a trend. To say it again. Cross-cultural okay. travel baby names. Like what? Air Canada. <laughs> this is my child. No, when you've gone traveling. And then you okay. kind of, like, read into these names as you were traveling. Cacao. Uh, I guess that could be. Like, <laughs> Cacao. But Gigi is a really big one. What's Gigi? Isn't it French? I don't know. I assume Gigi is French. Oh, Gigi. Yeah, but when you're saying it over here, are you saying yeah. Gigi, Gigi? Or are you saying Gigi? 
Well, remember we read about that dude in the UK that was like, I don't care. I'm white, but I love Pecoras. Pecora. I named my baby girl Pecora. That's she's terrible. beautiful. Poor thing, Pecora. <laughs> All right. I don't even want to tell you what her nickname would be, okay? Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, I think I can guess. I I'm not going to say it. Okay, some other cross-cultural travel baby names uh, is Indy. That's cute. Remy. Cute. Nori. Yup. And Zavi. Zavi. Yeah. How you spell? X-A-V-I. Oh, you already lost me at X. Right? So my son's name is Avi. Yeah. So they added an X at the front. So it's not Avi. It's Zavi or Zavi. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool, right? It's very cool. Yeah, I really actually like Zavi. Uh, Neo Cowboy baby names. Neo Cowboy? The Neo... <laughs> what are they? I don't know what this trend is. Okay, what is Neo Cowboy? Okay, baby name trends of 2023. There's okay. lots of them. One of them, a big one. Neo Cowboy baby names. They're saying it really got inspired by Yellowstone, the show Yellowstone. Oh. Okay, so that really got people kind of going with this whole Neo Cowboy... Costner. Is that one of the names? No. Oh. Beck. Beck. Rhett. Rhett. There's an H in there, isn't there? Yeah. Okay. Sayer. Sayer? Yeah, Sayer. Is that a Sawyer? Sayer. Oh, Lord. Wilder. Wilder? Yeah. Royal. Neo Cowboy baby name. How is Royal a Neo Cowboy? Okay, whatever. Dude, I don't know. You tell me. No, I. you are telling me, actually. But you should be telling me. Why? I don't know. Okay, I know nothing about you that. You are more likely to be the cowboy. <laughs> oh, I thought you said have a baby. I was like, no! Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Well, if you're planning a wedding for this year, please listen up. I'm so sorry. This has been named the tackiest thing you can have at a wedding. Why are you apologizing? Because it's a cash bar. Sorry. It's a cash bar. They say the cash bar is the tackiest thing you can have at a wedding. Listen, I'm going to straight up say it. I'm Indian. Okay, what does that have to do with a cash bar? We don't even know what a cash bar is. What do you mean? It's just, it's just, it's, you don't do that. You don't, you would never do that. Ever. You would never charge for booze at your wedding. We are like, I, it, we, I don't even know what like that would mean. Like the first time I saw cash bar at a wedding, I thought they meant like, like another way of saying tips. <laughs> I had no idea that they meant to pay for your drinks. I was blown away. And also you get the bill at the end of the night. You're like, what is this? And also. What? I'm like, fine, I need the envelope back of the gift I just gave you because I don't have any other cash. <laughs> no, because I don't have any. Who brings that kind of cash to a wedding? Well, usually they give you a heads up. So that person failed, whoever's wedding you went to failed. They usually says right in the invite, cash bar, cash bar. Some people sort of try to sneak it in. They're like, we're going to do a, uh, you know, like a $3 drink cash bar and part goes to charity. And like, there, there are sneaky ways to sort of sneak in when having a cash bar. But they say wedding planners and wedding guests. Say cash bar, tackiest thing you can have at a wedding. Well, yes. You're inviting people to your wedding. If you I can't. know, but it's so expensive. Okay. Everything is so expensive. Inflation this year, I feel for people who are trying to plan a wedding, it's going to be crazy. All right. I get it. It's expensive. But there are reasons why you can choose then to do different things. You don't have to have that crazy, most lavish 
hotel then that you want to do this at that's making these drinks 20 bucks a drink the ice and, bar you don't have to have an ice bar you know like it, I, I'm not, uh, this is just not what I know. Right. I, that's not the culture that I come from. So right. it was very fascinating to me to realize there's cash bars at weddings. Yeah. I, I've heard, though, that there are reasons, other reasons why people also choose to do a cash bar at a wedding. Because, and I get this, I do agree with this side. If it is a cash bar, there's way less wastage that does happen. There's less drinking. Less drinking and less wastage. Yeah. People aren't just getting drinks for the sake of getting yeah. drinks and yeah. then leaving them around and forgetting about them sure there maybe, maybe less- the bride or groom are sober recently whatever okay. maybe they, of course yes sure fine. I yes guess. yes For sure if that's the case whatever whatever there are reasons but yes less wastage i've definitely heard of that because there are the and then the overpours oh yeah that happen people asking for i i've also been to now weddings where it is not a cash bar it's just an open bar but there are very strict rules that have been made with the bartenders yeah like Same. do not make doubles do not make triples yes. do not like you are watching make sure people are like you know not just drinking and getting drunk yeah this is still our wedding we want it to be a beautiful special occasion i went to a friend's wedding and she did an ultimate fail she had an uh open bar for the first two hours and then it was cash bar and she's like that way everyone won't be too tuned by the end of the night i'm like uh we power drank for two hours yes you do you can't do it that way because people especially people know yeah that only the first two hours are going to be an open bar sitch yeah you will purposefully then get annihilated. Uh-huh. And the MC was like, final round of free drinks. And everyone's like, woo! Like, ran yes. to the bar. Like, it was out of control. Okay, so if you were going to have a night where it's half and half, which one would you choose? I feel mm. like I would choose pay bar at the beginning because you want people still be to be okay when the speeches are happening and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's because you like getting day drunk. I love getting taped. Yeah. And then she has her last drink and for some reason can 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 keep going. Oh, for hours. The whole night. For no, hours. No other drinks. No. I just, I unfortunately need to drive my children around in the right. afternoons. Otherwise, as soon as I would get home from school. You'd be that, drunk. That, not drunk, but I would, <laughs> I would love a good pick me up at 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. What's the point of drinking at 8 at night? Right. Who does that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Normal don't people. Know. Holly and Nira. Are you ready for another celebrity memoir? I wonder how this one got inspired, everybody. That's today's top biz story. And it seems as though Jennifer Aniston is feeling quite inspired. Oh, really? Yeah, word is that Jennifer Aniston may be working on a tell-all memoir. She's collected so much material over all these years. She's sat down with publishers before. She has brainstormed. She has, you know, put out structures, roll out plans. And now, with everything that's going on with Prince Harry and his memoir and the success of his memoir and all the hype around his memoir, Jennifer Aniston's like, huh, maybe it is time. She thinks she's going to do better than Prince Harry? I don't know. I just think it's hilarious that Matthew Perry came out with his me- memoir and everyone was like all over it. Yeah, it was very successful. Very successful. And that didn't really make her think about it. It's the success of Prince Harry. Yeah. That she's like, ooh, hmm, yes, maybe, maybe I should too. <laughs> it's that success. What do you want to know about Jennifer Aniston? Well, I'm very curious about her childhood okay. uh, and her mom and dad. Victor Kariakis from Days for Lives loved him on that show. Was he Stefano? No, no, that's no. Stefano was Stefano. He was Victor. Oh, sorry, that was his name on the show. Oh well, no, wait, I didn't Mr. Kariakis. Wait, is it Victor Newman? Was his name Victor too? Kariakis, I know, was his last name. Anyways, I stopped watching Days of Our Lives a very long time. Okay, ago. I better Google. You're gonna Google that part. Kariakis. Kariakis. 
That was his name on Days of Our Lives. Anyways, that is Jennifer Aniston's dad. Um, Victor. It was Victor. Oh, good. Okay, so it was her. So Victor, but then her mom was a model, and her mom and her have a very estranged relationship and mm. really messed up relationship. And I was very curious about her childhood. She said she had a terrible childhood with her mother. It was really hard being in her mom's shadow. Lots of issues there. And then I am curious to some of the stuff that was going on the Friends set. I really am. Mm. Also, Brad Pitt, her, Angelina Jolie. Come yeah, on. I just want to know about the men. John Mayer, I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. I'm actually very curious also about what happened between her and Justin Thoreau. Mm. Like, if you knew he never wanted to leave New York and you were adamant you're never leaving LA, how can you guys then state that's what ended your marriage? I heard it was because he never wore sleeves. He's always in a tank top. Okay, I don't think that is anything to do <laughs> with anything. No, I don't think so. Bro's arms are amazing. <laughs> they are. He's amazing, actually. Okay, uh, Prince Harry, speaking of, was her inspiration. His his memoir did break sales records in the UK. Uh, Amazon bestseller list, of course. They're saying, the publishing house is saying that they exceeded all expectations with Spare. Are you shocked about no. that? No. Did you know, though, that Britney Spears and Beyonce were supposed to be in a music video together? Just think about it. Britney. Yeah. Teaming up with Queen B. I can see it. You know, they're both 41. Really? I know. I know, right? Both look amazing. Uh, Anyways, they were supposed to be in a video together. No one really knows what the video was supposed to be for. But now, yesterday, the whole collaboration just fell through because of scheduling conflicts. Oh, come on. What's Britney doing? No offense, but come on. I think she's got some stuff to work on. Sure, but she couldn't make time for Beyonce. Or is it Beyonce not making time for her? We don't know. We don't know what's going on. Oh, that would be good, though. Also, Ben Affleck has shot what is apparently a Super Bowl commercial for Dunkin' Donuts. Of course he has, dude. Always obsessed. Always see him with Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yeah. Always. And uh, he was uh, he was filming for it. He wrote it. He directed it. Oh boy! Okay, Jennifer Lopez was on the set, but nobody knows if she's going to be in oh, the please. commercial. Come on, it'd be no. so good. Come on, just for Super Bowl, they're funny. She would not attach her name to donuts. Sorry, but no, she's <laughs> like no sugar, no carbs, no fun, no nothing. Maybe coffee black. I, she doesn't drink caffeine at all. Nope. Can you swear by it? I actually would put my money, I put all my money on that, yes. I'm Nira, and that's the biz. You can always catch up on more biz stories on the iHeartRadio app. Holly and Nira. We are so excited. Vancouver psychic specializing in channeling her psychic ability through numerology and tarot reading. The one, the only, Cassandra McLean. She's a good friend of our show, and she's going to talk celebrity predictions for 2023. Cassandra, we love having you in. Now, first of all, did you know we were going to have you in? Oh my gosh, Holly. Wait, 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 your microphone. (laughs) You knew it. You knew we were going to call you, didn't we? I was just waiting. Yes, (laughs) I knew it. Okay, Cassandra, so much has changed. You know, know. there was something called a pandemic that happened in the Lower Mainland. Yes. In the Lower Mainland. (laughs) We were the only ones affected. Only us. (laughs) Uh, But we haven't had a chance to have you in person, so we just want to say welcome again, back in person. So wonderful to see your beautiful face. Oh, thank you. And it's wonderful to see your beautiful faces, even without makeup. No, <laughs> this is this is with makeup, sadly, Sandra. Okay, but that's fine. Okay, she knew that already. All right. Uh, we want to get right into it. One of the biggest, hottest, talked about couples. Uh, they reunited after 20 years. I am so happy about this. Everybody is so 
worried slash into Jennifer Lopez getting back together with Ben Affleck. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I think it's going to be very, very interesting because there's definitely a power struggle. <laughs> it, it hasn't uh-huh. happened yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Obviously, but it, but you know, uh, Ben is very controlling. Oh, did you know that? Did mm-hmm. you know that, Holly? Yeah, it sounds about right. No, yeah. you didn't. <laughs> he is numerologically speaking. He's got. He's a six. Okay. So okay. he's very romantic. He's very good at the beginning of relationships, but not so <sighs> good as it. Doesn't that make sense based yeah. on his past? Yeah, it totally makes sense. Okay. okay. All right. And so, wait. Do you see them going the distance? Well, no. Oh no! Not told you, but it could go on for a long time. Okay, okay. you know, but it's it's going. To, I mean, Jennifer seems to be in a cycle where she's in, very interested in peace. Okay, oh, right? interesting. And yeah, yeah, so, yeah, makes sense actually. Yeah, it does make sense. And but he's going to be very um, interested in business now. So mm. he's moving in a new direction. Maybe it's film, I don't know. But definitely I see him, uh, you know, sort of moving away from his usual roles. Okay. And um, it'll be interesting to see whether Jennifer gets enough attention while he is um, involved in that. Interesting. And she also is a woman who loves attention. Also, being from the BIPOC community, she's talked about it over and over again. She has hustled her entire life. She doesn't know how not to hustle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So her looking for that piece might be like, okay, I need to stop the. I need to, I chill. Need to chill a little bit with that hustle. I need to try sugar. She doesn't eat any sugar. As far as she eats sugar, will she eat sugar in twenty twenty three? We'll find out. Okay. All right. We have Cassandra McLean in studio with us right now. She's a psychic. She is a numerologist. She does tarot cards. She's amazing. Giving us some celebrity predictions for the year. Let's talk about our friend Pete Davidson. Yes, Pete Davidson is going into a really interesting year because it's very thoughtful mm. year. And um, so it seems like it's going to take a little bit of a, a curve in his direction uh, as far as his uh, career is concerned. For that reason, he's going to need time on his own, Ooh. which doesn't happen very often. No, oh. he's a serial dater. Yeah, he's a serial dater. But um, also, he's a 22 life path. So I don't always talk about life paths, but his life path is one of the master numbers. Okay. And so it, um, you know, he has he can achieve a great deal when a, when a soul comes into incarnation it's like you know um to those who oh i can't remember that quote but anyway basically means if you have a lot you have to do a lot okay oh makes sense because he do you ever see him not even on the go he's always on the go whether yep. it's romantically whether it's with a project or whether it's with work yep. some form he's he's going yep yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, and Harry Styles, we talked a lot about Harry Styles over the last couple of deals, uh, years, sorry. He's been, like, making all these deals, whether it's in film, whether it's with music, whether it's... With women. Pers- <laughs> with women. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't come across that so much, but it is important for him right now to get very, very involved in building the foundation of his career. Okay. Um, the, last year and this year, he's at the beginning of a new nine-year chapter of life. Okay. And so it's it's very important for him to, um, you know, put down some seeds, you know, that metaphor, planting seeds at the beginning of a cycle, um, in business especially. Okay. And I think he, something about film came up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, does he do film? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's, he's acted mm-hmm. and he's 
I mean, there's his critical reviews are like he's pros, not a good actor. Pros and cons. I've Sorry. heard I've heard both <laughs> sides, but a lot of people saying he does have a lot of potential. Think about how young he is. Yeah, he's a better singer than he is actor. Right, Currently. but definitely wants to go into acting. Very creative. Definitely has flair. Yeah, definitely is an icon. Definitely, you know, beats his own drum or drums to his own beat, which is what is it's it? It's a combination of something the two like of those. that. <laughs> Cassandra, do you see Harry Styles getting back together with Olivia Wilde? Oh, I don't know about I that. Don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, He's know. starting a new part of his life now, yeah. so that should bring in new relationships. Okay. okay. And well, yeah. I, in film, I don't see him acting so much as I do directing. Creating. Mm. Being in charge, because in numerology, he's an eight life path under the influence of one, which okay. is very much business, entrepreneurial energy. Okay. I could see that for him. Yeah. Oh, he's for got sure. big things coming on Harry Styles. He's so creative. We for have sure. still so many uh, celebrities we want to ask you about. Uh, Cassandra McLean, we're not letting you go anywhere. I also I want to know what this year holds for Nira. Oh. And I want to know for Holly. Yeah. And I also want to know for Will Smith and Prince Harry and the royal family. Okay. <laughs> we got questions. More with Cassandra McLean coming up. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. She's one of our favorites. Cassandra McLean. Been on the show many times. Many times. Vancouver psychic specializing in channeling her psychic ability through numerology and tarot reading. We're going to get to Will Smith and predictions of him for 2023. And of course, Prince Harry. Mm. But first, Cassandra, mm-hmm. you you are a little bit different than just a psychic that, you know, we may hear about. We've heard about tarot cards, of course. But numerology I mean, yes. there's an interesting concept to numerology and predictions, yes? Yes, and numerology is my passion, and cycles are my downfall, because <laughs> whenever I see someone's birthday or see someone interesting on um, TV or hear about them, I immediately go to Google. Thank goodness <laughs> for Wikipedia. Find out when their birthday is. <laughs> to find out when their birthday is, but also when someone does something unusual like Will Smith did, um, I'm always interested in what cycle they're in. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they have a great win, or if they have a great loss, or if they do something uncharacteristic, it's always interesting to look at the cycle. Cycles are nine years um, in duration, but there are two cycles that affect our lives at all time. And one is like an outer world. That's kind of what we see. Um, but there's also an inner cycle that is more about what we feel and how we react to that. And so you would take Will Smith's birthday. Mm-hmm. You get a, a number from that. Yes. Month, day, and year. Mm-hmm. And in most cases, we reduce it to one number. A single like number. Most okay. people go from one to nine. We're okay. just ordinary people. We just go from one to nine. Okay. But there are a few exceptions, and um, they're master numbers. And Will Smith is a master number. He's a 22. Okay. And so is... Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Oh, yes. interesting. Yeah. So they're both kind of unusual... Um, people in that they have more potential than other people. It's almost when a, I believe when a soul comes into incarnation, mm-hmm. there are certain things that they, the soul is meant to learn this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. This is just my philosophy. Um, and so when someone comes in with a master number, it's a bigger um, challenge, I think, to fulfill. But also the potential is there. And you, you know, the interesting thing about um, Uh, master number 22 especially is that people are usually larger than life in some way they have Mm, larger personalities um you know larger successes that kind of thing and sometimes they're just larger physically 
If you look at Will Smith, you said he's a master number. A lot of that would make sense if you just look at his success. Mm-hmm. And up until. Up until. Mm-hmm. Up until. But if, yeah, if you look at that, like there was something very charismatic about Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Larger than life, for larger sure. Than life. But someone life. like that who's that larger than life must also then have a lot of internal struggles. Oh, yes. I think it's, well, especially if they're not able to express their ability. You know, as it's it's one thing if these people that we're talking about who are master numbers, you know, get the opportunity to express themselves, right, um, and use all their potential and all their power. But when a person is like an ordinary, uh, you know, person struggling through life and they have a 22, they can sometimes react as a four, which is a much more modest way of approaching life. Cassandra huh. McLean, numerologist, psychic. I mean, if you would want to see her and find out about it's you. It's amazing. It's so cool. Get numerologicized. <laughs> CassandraMcLean.com. She also has a phone number, you know. She's al- she's allowing us to give it to you. Yep. <laughs> 604-836-9852. Speaking of Will Smith, what kind of year do you think he is going to have? Well, it's, it's going to through a lot of changes. Um, and he's making some new decisions, which, I mean, is obvious, right? Mm. Um, I think what's going to happen is the real Smith uh, Will Smith is going to come out. I don't oh. think we were really seeing him mm-hmm. before, but he and um, Jada? King Charles, actually, oh, okay. um, both have to be, very, because of the cycle year that they're in, mm-hmm. uh, they both have to be very careful about what they say or what they <laughs> express in public. <laughs> to put it lightly. Right? Yeah. 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 And so it's going to be very interesting to see if either of them can control that because they're both in five cycle years. Okay. And five cycle year is accident prone uh, but it can also be the verbal accident where oh. you say something that you know. I mean it couldn't be worse than last year for Will Smith. Yeah. Could it? I, I guess we'll find out. I mean it depends right what his internal struggles are like. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. Okay yeah. now speaking of King Charles we gotta know everyone's talking about him. He's trending <laughs> everywhere. Prince Harry. Oh yes. Prince Harry is interesting. He's a one life path person. One life path people are much more uh, individualistic and determined. I always point out that um, you know technology um, came from a one mind kind of thing. So yeah, this is going to be an interesting year for him as well. Uh, he, and one thing I just want to point out about Harry and Megan is that they're both in one cycle years together. So they're both starting uh, okay. a new chapter of life. Interesting. Um, but it also looks as if he's not going to be able to control his temper. Well, he's going to have a lot of stress on him this year after Mm -hmm. the release of this book. It's going to be a test. It's going to be massive. Yeah. A lot of stress, I think, also, I would say, on their relationship, too, Mm -hmm. from the family. I'm sure it will be. I mean, they're very, very different uh, people. um, Harry and and Meghan. And then he and his brother are both very, very different people. Mm -hmm. The closest people to him. Yeah. His brother is actually an 11 life path, so he's much more, it's a master number, but much more of a peacemaker. Hmm. You know, Interesting. Certainly not with the fiery emotional life that Harry will always have. Whoa. And you know what? This book is proof. Yeah. This book is proof that he does have that fiery side. Oh, you yeah. would have to have that fiery side to release a tell-all about the royal family. And like a real tell-all. Not just like a fake yeah. tell-all. Like yeah. a real tell-all. CassandraMcLean.com if you are interested. I mean, numerology, tarot reading, psychic. Go and see her. It's yeah. so it's, fun. It's, it's really so cool. interesting. Yeah, and she cool. doesn't tell you when you're going to die. That's when I went the first time. I'm like, <laughs> are you going to tell me when I'm going to die? She's like, no. But she will tell you if you're scary. 
Yeah, she, she <laughs> will tell you if you need to work on your tact. Totally. CassandraMcLean.com, 604-836-9852. Thank you so much, Cassandra. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Cassandra McLean is with us this morning, psychic, specializing her psychic ability through numerology and tarot reading. Cassandra's readings are focused on providing psychic insight and is known for her eerie accuracy. Okay. Yeah, you're telling me. An eerie accuracy. So we went through the list of celebrities like we do every year at this time, the celebrity predictions for 2023. That's right. Very interesting. Thank you, Cassandra. No, we want to. You're welcome. We want to be a little bit selfish. (laughs) Yeah, we do. We want to use you because you're here. Yeah. We want to use you and ask you about our show, Holly and Nira on Virgin Radio. I might have just said the last time Cassandra was here, she predicted big changes coming to our show. And she was mm-hmm. right. And she was right. Mm-hmm. Last year, we had some big changes. Yes. Here and she, we are. And when she did say it, she said it very somberly, too. Like, the way she was like, yeah. guys, doom, there's doom, some really doom. big changes Doom, happening. doom, doom. And we were like, what are you talking about? She's like, bye. 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 What? <laughs> Sandra. I'm leaving you now. There's going to be big, big changes. Now, you were right. And how do you feel about these changes that you now see, Cassandra? Well, I think it's very interesting. Um, so... Holly is a three life path. Okay. Right? So we're going to do the whole thing. And she's at the beginning of a new nine year cycle. Mm. Which right. means. So this is a very important year for, for you Whoa. in terms of what you lay down as foundation, right? Okay. So you have to be very, very good. <laughs> okay. That's, no pressure. That's hard this for This will be a first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hard for me. So. Um, you know, but it is important because it, you've actually had some time to adjust because last year was a new beginning. You have one of those strange patterns where you get two years to get used to the energy of the cycle. Mm. And so last year and this year, but this is the last year that you get for nine okay. years. Okay. Okay. So it's very, very important to think about, you know, your own goals and where you want to go with them and what kind of, what you're willing to invest in um, creating your own future, right? Okay. So it's a very, uh, it's kind of a loose year in a way, um, in that, you know, you have more energy now to make the changes in people and relationships and career and attitudes and okay. all of those things. But I need to set it up this year. You need to for set the it next up this eight. year. Yeah. You were doing it last year. Yep. I did feel well. that. Yeah. And so, but this is like the last time that you get to sort of, you know. Okay. Touch it up. Okay. Mm. Kind of thing. Okay. All these predictions coming from Cassandra McLean, numerologist and psychic. Yeah. CassandraMcLean.com is her website, by the way. Yeah. And, um, I did bring some tarot cards. Would you like me to? I think with tarot cards, we'll do them after, right? Okay. Like, yeah. yeah, we'll do, we'll do, yeah, we'll, uh-huh. do, we'll do them after. <laughs> yeah, because we get a little scared. <laughs> but not in that kind of scary way. A different kind of scary way. <laughs> yes. What yeah. about for Nira, Cassandra? So, um, for Nira, it's, it's, last year was a new beginning for you. It was okay. very important. The year before last was the end of a cycle. Okay. Last year was a new beginning. Now you get to sort of, um, how can I put this exactly? really sort of nurture the seeds that you planted last year. Like water right. them, fertilize them. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, okay. That's a very good metaphor, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you're a nine life path. We talked about how scary you are during the break. <laughs> She's terrifying. <laughs> Everyone knows it. 
<laughs> okay, fine. Holly got her confirmation. It's my energy and my aura, apparently, that can be very scary. Mm-hmm. It's true for all nines. And, and Holly said powerful, which I thought was very tactful of her for a three. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> For a three. <laughs> For a three. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and so this year is basically about consolidating okay. what you have been working on, right? Okay. okay. And that includes family. Mm-hmm. Right. So whatever you're building around the family life is, you know, now is the time to put more energy into. And I know that you're so busy, you know, in saying more energy. Okay. But it is a time to put more energy into that. Would there be, uh, would it make sense if there's a little bit more fatigue than this year? Yes. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody's tired. No, Starting seriously. About November. Right? Yeah. Yes. My energy fatigue, and I was like, "What is going on with me? I'm not this person." Right. I'm yeah. not joking you. Okay. Is it because I've been bit so busy planting and thinking, and then planting and thinking, and then planting that I kind of got <laughs> exhausted? <laughs> what? I think that's that is some of it, but I also mm. the cycle year that you're in the two is definitely a year when it's important for you to. Um, you know, sort of calm down. And that's not your Thank God. State. I've been telling her that for 12 years. <laughs> Did you hear what she said, though? You calm. cut her off. No. She's like, that's not in. That's not you, though. <laughs> okay, so there is no Do you know calm. How, you know how tiring it is to force yeah. myself to calm down? That's the irony <laughs> exactly. in that. Okay, so now, about the show, what do you think? Yeah, because last time we were like, huge changes are coming. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> I'm, I, don't even, I, don't, I don't even know if I want to ask. Well, She's too accurate. What's, what's your prediction for Holly and Nira for well, 2023? a little bit of a shift in direction. Okay. 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 We're, cool, we're cool with that. Okay. But a very positive shift. There you go. Right. See? Uh, okay. The show seems to get stronger. Yes. Right. These are the tarot cards. I'm knocking on wood. Is that yeah. cool? Yeah. Knock. Yeah. Um, oh, it might change location. The, out of the studio? Yeah. Is that a possibility? Yeah, because we are possibly doing some construction in this building. Oh, I see. That's okay. How do you not yeah. know this? Where's your brain? Okay, I went somewhere else, but okay. Change of location. Look uh-huh. at you. Good, good relationships with authority figures, but you both have to work on tact. Nira. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Are you actually kidding me? Okay, okay fine. We'll both Thank work on you. tack. CassandraMcLean.com if you are interested. I mean, numerology, tarot reading, psychic. Go and see her. It's yeah, so it's, fun. It's, it's so really cool. interesting. Yeah, it and she cool. doesn't tell you when you're going to die. That's when I went the first time. I'm like, are you going to tell me when I'm going to die? She's like, no. But she will tell you if you're scary. Yeah, she she <laughs> will tell you if you need to work on your tact. Totally. CassandraMcLean.com, 604-836-9852. Thank you so much, Cassandra. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. Something was said on an episode of Ginny and Georgia, and now women are curious. Are they one? Do they want to be one? Have you ever thought about being one? Ginny and Georgia, season two just started. This is on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. And hate on it all you want in terms of like make fun of me for watching a teenage show. You love a teenage drama. I do. I do love teenage drama. Uh, like the shows. I love all of them. Your CW's number one fan. <laughs> I was. Yeah, I used to be, yes. But uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff that comes up in Ginny and Georgia. They talk about a lot of things that are really important okay. in today's world. And you get some comic relief out of it too. One of the things that they brought up on Ginny and Georgia is about the character Georgia. And in the episode I watched, I think it was episode, I don't know, three or four, 
it got brought up that Georgia is a force. Okay. This place is busier than a weatherman in a tornado. Why the face? This is my face. This is my face. Engrave that. Put it on my tombstone. Georgia. Okay, Georgia. Yeah, she's the mom. Okay. She's a force. A force. And I got thinking. A force. I looked it up online. People are already talking about Georgia. Force. Would you want to be a force? Are you a force? What's a force? When someone is described as a force, Mm -hmm. what do you think that means? How does that make you feel? Would you want to be one? Well, usually you hear it followed by force to reckon with. Mm -hmm. She's a force to reckon with. Didn't say to reckon with, just said she's a force. She's a force. She's a force. Um, Would you want to be known as a force? I think it's one of those words that you should be proud to be a force. Mm -hmm. But let's blame society who's put a negative spin on it and that you probably come across as like a bee. Mm -hmm. And then a few episodes later. Which shouldn't be a bad thing, but for some reason it is. It's like a powerful woman, uh, bee. She comes across as a force. Mm. And then a few episodes later, it was a very intimate, more sensitive episode that brought up the force situation again by her daughter, Ginny. Mm. And Ginny's like, you're such a force that sometimes there's not enough room for me mm-hmm. to exist around you. Ooh. And I was like, whoa. Okay, yes. Whoa. I'm Ginny. Okay. <laughs> you're just... <laughs> That's it. I'm Ginny. <laughs> you're Georgia the Force. Okay. Oh, the irony. <laughs> okay. The irony in itself, because Georgia's this white girl. <laughs> Perfect. And Ginny's from the BIPOC community. She's half black, half white. Well, well, reversal. You, you would think that, like, just by the optics, <laughs> it would be the other way around. Okay. <laughs> tell me more about your feelings now about Ginny and Georgia. You are a force. Okay. And I'll be honest, I appreciate the forceness a lot of the time. Because if I don't feel like being super social, I'll spin you out into the middle of the room. <laughs> and there she goes. Yes. And you're good. You'll talk to people. You're nice to people. You're like, ah, ah, ah. You touch arms and giggle. <laughs> like, you do all the good stuff, especially right. in, like, a social situation. Yes. If I'm like, I'm just going to hang back and sit my drink for a sec. <laughs> Let's let Nira do her thing. Right. You know, it's good. It's yes. good. But you are a force. Okay. And so sometimes, I'll be honest, I, I'm like... It's fine. Right. But you you do take a lot of the room, but that's okay. (laughs) Okay. I don't really want the room, to be honest. You don't want the room. Except when I do, then I don't really get it, but that's fine. Right. It's okay. Yeah, so it is interesting. Mm -hmm. I've really been hyper-analyzing this force adjective. Do you know you're a force? Oh, sorry. I probably should have said, do you think you're a force? You are. I've been told... Yeah, Mm -hmm. but I don't know now how necessarily to encompass that. Yes, right. Because I can see how being a force can also be very annoying to a lot of people Mm -hmm. around me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that's what I'm now having a hard time with. Mm. I think, I'll be honest, I think my husband finds my forceness uh, annoying quite often. We've talked about it. (laughs) It's fine. We still love you. Holly and Mira. What are your expiration date rules when it comes to food? Because I'm curious, Nira, what you're going to think. I I don't know if you're going to think I'm like really disgusting. Or if you're going to be proud of me because you love to push 
the expiration date rules. You think expiry dates on food is like some sort of government conspiracy? Expiry versus best before. There's a giant difference. Mm. Best before right. means it's at its best before the state. But you don't need to chuck it right when it's done. You have to taste test it, smell check, okay. you know, all that kind of stuff. If something yeah. has an expiry date on it, then it's usually like, if it's a canned food, research has showed over and over and over again that it goes a couple of years past the actual date that's actually written a on the can. years? Yeah, because of the way the canning has been done. They do that just to protect themselves as like, whatever. Companies. The, the manufacturing company. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I have milk in my fridge. Ooh, no. That is now. Milk is no. Get ready. No. Eight days nope. past the expiration date. Nope. Now, here's the deal. I'm still drinking it. No, nope. milk you can't mess with. First of all, it's organic. I bought organic milk. Yeah. Fine. My yeah. fault. No. It's very expensive. Yeah. However, it still tastes, smells fine. Okay. Problem. It doesn't curdle in my coffee. Listen, milk is a tricky one. When it comes to dairy in general. Yeah. My rules are slightly swayed because yogurt is already a bacteria culture. So if mm. yogurt goes like a little bit past it states, not that big of a deal because guess what? That's what it is. But what if there's green fuzz on it? Exactly. That's when you let go. Too much. As okay. soon as you, same with cheese. Cheese, you'll let even the green fuzz you if you cut, cut it, it, off. it off. Because look what blue cheese is, right? Like so I have some things. Okay. But when it comes to milk, milk is very tricky. Milk are you sure there's no smell? No smell. Are you sure? Yeah, I think I would be. Sour milk is like a, a smell. You can fi- you taste it right away. You smell it, it right away. I've tasted bad milk. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Milk yeah. No, this tastes totally fine still. And it can make you very sick. Bad dairy like that. Hmm. My my only concern is I don't want you to get sick. That's what, And meats and like any kind of anything that is like a, yeah. a meat. You ne- I never go past the date, ever. I have a very strict rule with raw meats. But milk, I don't know. I would tell you, make cheese. Make cheese out of it. That's your solution for me? Yeah, if you don't... Not even throw it away? No, I'll, I'll make your cheese from okay, your milk. Okay, I'm going to bring in the eight-day-old milk. Yeah, because you're concerned. You paid a lot for it. It's sure organic. It Everything is so expensive. It's in expensive. a glass thing. Like, I, it's fancy. I can make you um, yogurt out of it, but I need to get the culture. I don't know if I have the culture. Or I can make you paneer. Okay, I'll go with option B. Paneer? Yeah. Okay, but I'm not going to make you the sub G. Like, I can just give you the veneer. Listen, if I don't get the sub G, <laughs> forget it. Holly and Nira.